There's no such thing as questions, just hidden answers. Stay tuned to PH Murder Stories as we revisit the inconceivable crimes that exist. Some listeners may find the following content of PH Murder Stories highly disturbing due to its graphic nature. PH Murder Stories does not condone nor promote violence in all sorts. Listener's discretion is advised. In our previous episode, we highlighted the media outrage and calls for resignation to former PNP chief Bato de la Rosa due to his performance during the GHU murder investigation. However, despite the public scrutiny the government received during that time, President Duterte still expressed his trust over de la Rosa's competence as PNP chief. In a bid to fix diplomatic relations, President Duterte apologized to South Korea during a meeting with potential investors on January 26, 2017. Uh, I'm happy that the investors heard. Uh, we'd like to welcome you. I apologize for the death of your uh, compatriot. Uh, we, uh, we are very sorry that it had to happen. Uh, but uh, I can assure you, those responsible are known to us already. And they will have to go to prison. The South Korean government accepted President Duterte's apology, but reiterated calls for the quick resolution of the case. In three days, the president moved forward with the investigation by announcing to the public in a late evening press conference on January 29, 2017, that Superintendent Dumlao is the mastermind behind Mr. G. Ikju's abduction and murder, and ordered the rogue policeman to surrender within 24 hours. On January 30, 2017, the Regional Trial Court of Angeles City, Pampanga, ordered the Department of Justice to reinvestigate the kidnapping and killing of South Korean businessman Ji Ikju. Judge Irineo Pangilinan of the Pampanga RTC Branch 58 granted the motion of SPO3 Ricky Santa Isabel for another preliminary investigation into the charges of kidnapping for ransom with homicide, filed against him and other police officers tagged in the case. In his motion, Santa Isabel questioned his indictment by the DOJ, despite his lack of opportunity to submit his answer to the charges during an earlier preliminary investigation. Subsequently, the other co-accused, SPO4 Roy Villegas and Ramon Layo, also adopted Santa Isabel's motion and sought a reinvestigation. In April, the Justice Department filed criminal cases before the Regional Trial Court against alleged mastermind Police Superintendent Rafael Dumlao III for the kidnapping and murder of G.I.Q. E. 
four of the five suspects entered not guilty pleas, while SPO3 Santa Isabel refused to enter a plea to the charges filed before the Regional Trial Court on May 31, 2019. Consequently, the judge ordered a plea of not guilty to enter the court record for Santa Isabel. Meanwhile, DOJ Secretary Vitaliano Aguirre claimed that the Korean Mafia was involved in the abduction and murder of GHQ. Merong curious that uh, uh, itong may kalaban itong si Jigju uh, na mga sa Korean Mafia and they hired the scalawags of our police agencies from the PNP, from the NBI to do uh, Mr. Jigju in. However, the Korean Embassy denies the DOJ's claims and issued this statement. Quote, the Korean Embassy regrets very much that based on wrong and unfounded information, Secretary Aguirre made some misleading statements involving the so-called Korean Mafia at the Senate hearing on February 23, 2017. Unquote. In January 2018, the Regional Trial Court approved the DOJ petition to drop SPO4 Roy Villegas from the case and take him in as a prosecution witness. Dumlao and Santa Isabel filed separate motions for reconsideration, but it wasn't granted. A month later, Judge Pangilinan voluntarily inhibited himself from hearing the criminal cases involving the death of Ji-Ik-Ju. Earlier in the case, the lawyers of prime suspect Rafael Dumlao filed a motion requesting the judge to inhibit himself after he predetermined the appeal of his co-accused against the court's decision to turn Roy Villegas into a state witness. However, Judge Pangilinan dismissed Dumlao's motion and stated, quote, Bare allegations and mere suspicions of partiality are not enough in the absence of evidence to overcome the presumption that a member of the court will undertake his noble role to dispense justice according to law and evidence and without fear or favor. Unquote. In the aftermath of Judge Pangilinan's inhibition, the case was moved to Judge Irene Zenaida Buwan in the Regional Trial Court, Branch 56. In August 2018, the judge ordered the transfer of Rafael Dumlao, Ricky Santa Isabel, and Jerry Omlang to the Angeles City Jail. Dumlao was detained at the PNP Custodial Center in Camp Crame, while Santa Isabel and Omlang were at the NBI. The prosecution pushed for the transfer of the accused to the Angeles City Jail. Judge Buwan affirmed the prosecution's position, stating that under the rules, quote, an accused shall be delivered to the nearest police station or jail without necessary delay.
On January 20, 2019, Judge Buwan ruled that SPO4 Roy Villegas had finished his testimony and fulfilled his duty as a state witness. Villegas was the one who tagged Rafael Dumlao as the mastermind in G. Ikju's murder. Together with other suspects, Ricky Santa Isabel, Jerry Omlang, and several others. Surprisingly, the case took an unfortunate turn of events when Judge Buwan granted bail for Rafael Dumlao, citing the lack of evidence. The alleged mastermind of the Jiekju kidnap murder case was allowed to post bail worth 300,000 pesos for each of the three cases filed against him. During the same time, the court denied the bail petitions of his co-accused, Santa Isabel and Omlang. According to the court's order in granting Dumlao's bail plea, Judge Buwan said that the prosecution, quote, failed to prove that the guilt of accused Rafael Dumlao III was strong. Sitting through the testimonies of the prosecution witnesses, the court holds that none of them proved a particular act of Dumlao that clearly established his complicity in the abduction and killing of the victim. Unquote. This shocking order sparked another media outrage, and many speculated that the judge was threatened or coerced to grant bail to alleged mastermind Rafael Dumlao. In May 2019, the DOJ urged Judge Buwan to inhibit herself from the case due to the questionable decision she made for allowing Rafael Dumlao to post bail. The DOJ stated, quote, It is evident from her ruling on the petition for bail of accused Dumlao that she did not even bother to consider the declarations of state witness Roy Villegas that Dumlao harassed and threatened him to not identify him as one of the perpetrators. Unquote. Later on, Judge Buwan finally inhibited herself. She granted the second motions for inhibition filed by the DOJ's prosecutors and co-accused Ricky Santa Isabel and Jerry Omlang. According to Judge Buwan's statement, quote, the allegations of the movements readily reveal their inner disposition towards the presiding judge, clearly signifying their discontent with the latter's rulings and their obstinate belief that the presiding judge cannot remain impartial in trying these cases. Unquote. In November 2019, Judge Eda Dizon Era of the Angeles City RTC Branch 60 took over the case after Judge Buwan recused herself after being pressured by the DOJ. Ten months later, during the first hearing of the reinvestigation of the case held at the DOJ, the counsel of Jiek Ju's wife, Choi Kyung Jin, asked if the proceedings would include charges of carnapping and robbery against the suspects. During the time of the abduction, Jiek Ju's black Ford Explorer and golf set were among the things that were taken by the suspects. 
Meanwhile, the star witness, Marisa Morquicho, told the DOJ panel that she also intends to file a separate complaint against the suspects. On the other hand, Gerardo Santiago, the funeral parlor owner where G was cremated, applied for the witness protection program. Santiago's lawyer stated that he has cooperated with the investigators of the NBI and issued a sworn statement of his knowledge about the case. Up to this date, the kidnap-murder case of Ju is still ongoing. The significance of this crime had prompted President Duterte to stop the government's Oplan Tokhang scheme. As emphasized in this case, the suspects used the controversial scheme as a way to abduct and murder Ju. They even made it look like G was a drug lord with ties to the Korean mafia. The NBI has found no evidence that connects Jiikju to illegal drugs or the existence of a Korean mafia in the country. The United Nations Human Rights Council continues to call out President Duterte's war on drugs that approximately killed 7,000 or more people that were assumed to be connected to the illegal use and selling of prohibited drugs. And the Philippine government, so far, has denied the allegations being directed towards them. It has been four years since the gruesome slaying of Jiikju. The alleged prime suspect has already been granted bail. Two judges have already inhibited themselves, and it seems like justice is becoming harder to reach. Stay tuned for our next case. A young woman and her family were killed by a prominent religious cult leader, recently caught by the police after hiding from the public's eye for almost a decade. For further updates, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories and subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Story. This podcast is brought to you by Review Visuals.